Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Baby, let's just dance, dance. Let's just dance, baby. I just wanna dance, 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 dance. Hey, bitchettes. Welcome back to the bar. This is Christy, bitch number one. And bitch number two, Kelly. You almost said, and Kelly, bitch number two. You got a little mixed up because I went <laughs> I and changed it. I know. Look at me changing things. Yeah. Look, you got to keep me up. Yeah. <laughs> so, used to it. yes, yes. Uh, no, that's not the goal. I mean, I can't help it if it happens, but it's not my goal. Okay. Okay. Hey, we've got a lot of bear content that's been sent to us from Florida because of my bear. Yes. Everybody yeah. wants to share bear There's content. There's a bear on a boat last week <laughs> on the news. Yeah. Really? On a catamaran boat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then there was one that went on somebody's lanai. And opened up the refrigerator. They watched it. Open up the refrigerator and take out a white claw. Shut up. Yes. Where to go? <laughs> it's the bitchette. It's a bitchette. Uh, yep. It's it a likes little itself a bear claw. That's hysterical. Wait, my neighbor calls white claws bear claws because he said it sounds more masculine. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. That's because I take it he drinks them. Yes. So he he's like, be masculine. He's like, do you have any I don't, I don't care what you call it. It's not masculine. No, no. I, <sighs> I think the funniest thing about White Claws was that Instagram meme that said drinking a White Claw is like watching a TV with static and somebody screaming the name of a fruit from the other room. <laughs> I think that's accurate. Correct. Yeah. I don't like those. You know, I like the ones that have the added vodka. Yeah. Because I feel felt as though maybe this says more about me than the white claw it was too much liquid for not enough tipsy oh yeah yes. <laughs> like I was constantly <laughs> drinking a ton of them and feeling really fat and bloated bloated yeah and I kind of be like eh. that's like what happens with me with beer yes isn't it the funniest thing on this planet that I cannot drink beer I know if I, if drink, I can beer, drink it all day and I'm not tipsy at all you're drunk drunk 
I am as drunk as dr- two beers. I'm hammered, wasted, done for the day. I don't know. That's crazy. I don't, maybe, maybe I have a, a an allergy to beer. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, I guess we should start with our patrons. Let's start with our patrons. Oh, let's start with our drinks. Oh, we just okay. talking about drinks. Yeah. What are you drinking? I, I'm pretty boring today, but a flashback from my past. It's a vodka and ginger ale. Oh my God. I haven't had a vodka and ginger ale I used to drink those all the time. I saw ginger ale the other day and I thought, have a vodka ginger ale because I never have anything to have. (laughs) That's a good idea. That's from my past. I do like a vodka ginger ale. I don't think anybody has ever drinks them anymore. They used to be very popular. Really? Oh, I used to drink them all the time. Huh? Yeah. I mean, I like a vodka ginger ale. I usually get that on a plane. If I'm drinking yeah. on a flight, because yeah. I don't like, uh, I usually don't like the wine on a flight. I ordered wine on my flight home to Pittsburgh. It came in a can. Yeah. I yeah. was like, what is this? Yes. <laughs> Gross. And it was cold. It was red. So oh, it, oh. It was cold oh. and in a can. I was like, I don't think I, this is what I ordered. <laughs> yeah. No, take that back. This yeah. is gonna, I want a refund. Yeah. I'm just drinking a glass of the biggest glass of rosé you've ever seen. Yeah. Why why did I pour this so heavy? Because we got a lot to do today. Yes. I, I was I a big old drink too. Yeah. Oh wine makes me tipsy too. All right. So that is our drinks. But now let's go over and thank our patrons. These are people who went over to patreon.com slash back to the bar and subscribe to our exclusive Patreon channel where you are going to get access to our after party video content and never before shared uh, behind the scenes photos and videos. And we also have a new feature with Patreon that if you go over, you can just follow the show and sometimes we'll drop little bits of free content. So if you're not ready to subscribe and you want to follow the show, you can definitely do that as well. And you never know if we're going to drop you a little surprise. Maybe. Yeah, we might. We uh, like but surprises. Yes, we do. Which we have to talk about our surprise some more because there were so many fun guesses. Oh, really? Yes, hysterical guesses. All right. Uh, so let's thank Gabriella, Keely, Katie, Mia, Alexandra, Taylor, Sarah, Rachel, Ashley, Cynthia, Jenna, Greggy, Harris, Katie H, Jaden, Romeo, Logan, Alice, Lily, Cameron, Grace, Alyssa, Avina, I think, Claire, Allie, Morgan, Ashley, Shanna, Shannon, Marina, Ashton, Julia, Adirani, Kathleen, Samantha, Kelsey, Katie, Genevieve, Katie, Isabel, Brianna, Skylar, Tiffany, Moochie, Kristen, Grace, Mahina, Kylie, Abriana, Lauren, couple more, Mia, Catalina, Connor, Alexandra, Tatum, Frank, Stephanie, Isabella, Frederick, Haley, Maya, Kate, Gavin, Stella, Naya, Brooklyn, Mary, Paris, Lily, Maggie, Casey, Kaylin, Lazaria, Rachie, Danny, Jesse, Kelsey, Samantha, Hayden, Nini, Morgan, Stephanie, Sage, Mary, Hannah, Faith, Chloe, Erica, Katie, Sydney, Bree, Banny, Phoenix, Yasmin, Megan, Alana, Nicole, Bree, Ellie, Sydney. And then we have Olivia, Maddie, Lucy, Ania, Jennifer, Sarah, Julia, Allie, Josh, Megan, Cameron, Lily, Rose, Lily, Sarah, Amaya, Brittany, Cami, Chase, Paige, Eve, Javier, Meg, Marlo, Emma, Amanda, Elizabeth, Adriana, Jocelyn, Madison, Mads, Kayla, Ava, Cheyenne, Cheyenne, sorry, Jack, Casey, 
Macy, Michaela, Chloe, Bobby, Susan, Bailey, Morgan, Becky, Cameron, Brooke, Let's All Drink and Be Friends, Aaron, Kai's Fabulous World, and Savannah. Thank you all. Oh, let's all drink and be friends. Cheers. Let's all drink and be friends. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Okay. Oh, so Kelly and I last week, Kelly and I, we were talking about, <clears throat> we have a big announcement coming up in the That's future. The big surprise. And we asked people to guess what that surprise is. I and want to know what some of the guesses are. A lot of them think you're pregnant. God, are you kidding? <laughs> no. Am I that fat? No. Uh, I mean, well, I'm just assuming they met you because they said you're pregnant. So I assumed it was you and uh, not me. So I gave you the pregnancy. Do that. You're the young one. I'm not that young. I'm so old. I probably can't get pregnant, people. Well, I'm 46. My shit's all shriveled up. Yeah. <laughs> There's no eggs <laughs> left in your carton. Yeah, I know. That's a good thing though, I guess. Three's enough. Three's plenty. Can you imagine having a 25-year-old and then going back to a newborn? No, but that's what Kira did. Kira Kalani was like 21 when she had that baby. Wow. Well, I thought you were crazy when you had Clara. They were like 12 to eight. Eight. Were they 12? Eight. They, eight years apart. And um, that was bad enough. Yeah. God, that was hard. Crazy. But I got to see my little nephew and oh my, when I held him, it's like, oh, I would like to maybe have a baby. Well, yeah. Maybe you a grandbaby. No, I'm not ready no. for me to have a grandbaby. Yet. No. <laughs> I'll hold leashes. Okay. My kids just behave. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not ready to be a grandma. Oh, could you imagine? Uh, <laughs> Granny Kelly. Uh, no, they're going to, Paige wants to call me lovey. Oh, lovey. Oh, that's, isn't that the Kardashians? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm Gigi to Chloe's cat. So I'm assuming uh, I'll be Gigi. Well, I'm lovey to the dogs. So I, I think I would be lovey to the kids too. I would think my so. sister's Nana, which I'm pissed off because she stole my mom's. That's what we called my mom. Yeah. Your sister doesn't seem like a Nana. Yeah. So now I can't be Nana. Well, why can't you? Unless be we Nana? were Nana C and Nana K. We could do that maybe. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. Well, or maybe I could be Nanny like my grandma. Oh, but yeah, no, I'm not pregnant people. No, pregnant was one I'm of just the fat. Questions. I have a food baby. <laughs> we, we all have food babies. <laughs> the only baby I have is a food baby. Yes. I offer um, some of the other guesses. Uh, somebody thought we were starting a fur vest line. <laughs> no, that would be Jill. <laughs> I don't like fur vests. I don't either. Uh, a sequin, a sequin top shop. <laughs> oh my God. I don't like those either. That'd be Christy. That'd be me. I don't like them anymore. When's the last time you saw me in sequins? A couple of weeks ago. What did I have on? Uh, a disco ball top. Well, our anniversary. Throwback. I wouldn't okay. wear that shit in real life. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So that was a couple of the guesses. I have to say no one's on to us quite yet. No, they're not <laughs> even close. Oh, not even <laughs> in the vicinity. <laughs> You're not even in the right hemisphere. No, keep uh, guessing. Keep guessing. So yeah, we'll definitely, um, I don't know, any clues you want to give? God, it's so hard. I, I have a clue. What? It's not what you'll expect. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Don't you? Even if they guess, I think it'll be wrong. I do too. Yeah, you it's, might get close. Uh-huh. It's not what you expect. Yeah. I think that's a good clue. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about this. And uh, we know. actually have a big call about it this week. <clears throat> yes, we do. So that will be fun. 
Oh, and other, well, actually I'll talk about this during the episode because I think there's going to be opportunity for me to talk about it, but uh, there's been some breaking news that I'm going to share with everyone. Oh. It's very important. Oh, okay. It's not Is big. it cold there that you have on yes. like a turtleneck sweater? Sweater, yes. It was about 50 degrees when I left this morning. I had a meeting at Clara School and uh, it was pretty chilly. Yuck. But I lucked out when I was there. It was beautiful. It was really nice. It's 88 here and it's only noon. So oh. it'll probably be 90 something. It's so I'm hot. I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah. Yippers. All right. Well, you get to uh I you know. get to recap this. I don't want to episode. I'm gonna try not to swear as much. A couple of people have come on and said, you know, keep in mind some kids listen because I tend to drop the F word a lot. It's just part of who I am. So yeah, I'm gonna try not to swear. Oh. I mean, we both do, but yeah, I already did. No, it's fine. I think that there's been a couple of weeks where I was just left, right, and another. Okay. Like I was just always saying it. So I'm going to well, try You to- know when we did was whenever it was our fight, we were like, F you, no, F you. Somebody did a TikTok because we were like, it's just going off on that. And somebody said, anytime my siblings and I even have the slightest disagreement. They did it. <laughs> oh, God. Aren't we lucky? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So we're on season three, episode 10, All's Fair and Love and War. And we start out as usual at the studio and Abby calls in the moms and the girls and she congratulates the girls on winning, but says it wasn't their best performance. And I look at Abby and I said, didn't we win by seven points? I know. I love like, that you said that. But I, what, I don't, what is good enough? Like, like she bitches at us when it's a 10th of a point. Well, this was seven whole points and you're still bitching. I know. And she's like, oh, you won. I don't think you should have won. Well, okay. But you're not the judge. Uh-huh. And she says that, you know, the routine had mistakes um, and she singles out Chloe and says, you know, that she did her own choreography and that this is becoming a pattern. Okay. And- Kelly, riddle me this. Was it not improv? Exactly. <laughs> So how do you do the wrong improv? Tell me quickly. Like, yeah, there was no choreography. And Jill says that. Yes, she does. Yeah, in her interview, she's like, there was no choreography. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, she's but, just mean. Yeah. But then you say you give Chloe a lot of credit for putting up with Abby's behavior. Abby's very hard on Chloe and Chloe is taking it like a champ. And then you say, I guess Chloe really wants to be on the pyramid. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, eh. I, yeah no I, none oh, of those okay. kids want to be on the pyramid I i'm like they oh, love when they're suspended all of these kids are on contract is the right yeah. thing yeah yes. nobody loves that they're on the pyramid uh-huh. I, but i was dying when i said that because i was just like yeah i'm pretty sure chloe doesn't want to be back on the pyramid but yeah i'm thinking what was the dance last week? It was that sunshine dance. They were improving for Broadway Baby. Oh, that was last week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So now we're at a pyramid and we have the bottom row. And of course, the Highlands have rent. You know, again, in the time that we were filming this, I didn't pay that close of attention to pyramid. I, I didn't. But watching it back week after week, it's ridiculous that pages of the bottom it, it really is every week i'm telling you yeah and i actually thought Paige was good in this i thought she looked cute yeah because was... she was doing stuff she wanted to do mm-hmm. like not the choreography abby gave her but i didn't think she was bad in this dance but uh, abby says you were good but i'm waiting for you to be great okay well maybe throw in some privates there 
And she says that she needs to work on her face, which I think Paige does a lot of facial expressions. I do too. I think, I think they all do. Shut up. Yeah, I think they all make facial expressions. She just doesn't like theirs. Then Nia, or I'm sorry, Kendall, Kendall. is next. And she says, you didn't stick out to me. Okay. And she Good. said um, she should have been amazed by Kendall's improv, but she wasn't. And this is when Jill says, you know, your heart wasn't in the group routine. How can you watch and critique a child when really there was no choreography given? And she doesn't think that Kendall should be have been on the bottom round. Which, yeah, I don't think Brooke and Paige should have been either, but guess what? Too bad. Then there's Brooke. And she says, Brooke, you are 14 years old. When are we going to see you stand out as a leader, as the foreman of the job, as a role model? How about when she's allowed? Exactly. She's never given the chance. Whatever. Mm -hmm. We have Nia and she's third on the pyramid because she was third overall high score. And Mackenzie is second because she won the mini division. You went out there and you won, Abby said. Does Kenzie have new braces on? They both really, you can really see their braces this week. Yes, yes. They had and, them invisible ones or whatever. Yeah, and I remember it's after Maddie does chandelier, so it should be coming up soon. Sia tells Melissa to take off her braces, Maddie's braces, and remember she had them taken off? Oh, really? Don't you remember that? No. Because Sia's like, I like her big crooked teeth, because that was something that bothered, like that was a thing that people said online, and it bothered them. And then Sia said that. And then Melissa had her braces taken off uh, right after that. So I was kind of thinking, I was like, you know how sometimes kids get two rounds of braces, they'll get them and then they'll get them yeah. taken off and they'll get them. I think yeah. this might've been round one. Well, I remember because my kids got braces first mm-hmm. and then she wanted to get them and the, she went to the same dentist. So did they, I at the time. Yeah. But they said that they don't usually put them on them when they're that young, oh. but her and Abby insisted yeah. Oh. I, I do remember that part of it only because I was there. But was I there when Maddie did Chandelier? I don't think I was. Well, it was season four because yeah. at the and end. I left in episode seven. So I think it was right around that. I think what you were like yeah. Thanksgiving. I think it was that. Yeah, would make I don't sense. think I was there right for that. There. Yeah. So. But I do remember coming back that uh, there was a time that Sia said, I take those braces off and Melissa took them off. And I was like, how do you just go to the dentist and say, take these off? But I guess you can. So at the top of the pyramid, we have Maddie. This is her third week in a row at the top. She says, you know, Maddie was the highest scoring solo in her division and the highest scoring solo of the competition. And they showed Jill rolling her eyes. (laughs) I was cracking up at Jill rolling her eyes. I know. It, It was really funny and Melissa's like peeing herself she's so thrilled Jill's rolling her eyes and I have the worst resting bitch face of all time yeah so then Abby looks at Chloe and says Chloe did you notice that you're not on the pyramid she didn't notice yeah (laughs) she's like you're not on it you're lucky to be here and she says you can't go on stage and do what you want and you're like again Abby's being hard on Chloe just like she was with Brooke and Kendall but as a mom, it's hard to watch. I didn't. Under, I don't know why you said Brooke and Kendall. Why? Because they there... were on probation for a while. Remember, oh, they okay. were on the pyramid. Yeah. I thought. I thought you meant like last week. They were. She was mean to them. That's why I was like, what the no. I think it was because they were both on probation at some point. Okay. So you're like, I know that's what she, you. What Chloe wants is to get back on the pyramid, and she has to go through it to get back on there. Kelly, uh, this makes me gag. Yeah. So. Therefore, you are going to be there for Chloe. 
great. Gag me. Gag me. Gag me. Gag me. Yeah. Terrible. So Abby announces there's going to be four routines this week and we're going to expression dance in New Jersey. Abby says that the kids at the competition are going to be strong competitors, that they have amazing technique and killer costumes. At the group number, everybody's doing it except for Mackenzie. Right. <laughs> I don't know how she says that. Everybody's doing it except for except Mackenzie. Because <laughs> you have a solo. Yeah. But I mean, it's just funny because it's not everybody. If Mackenzie ain't in it, it's not everybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, whatever. Anyway. So she says that the dance is going to be a lyrical dance. It's called Your Dream is My Dream. And Abby says the routine is big and grand and that she's going to have a boy in the group this week. Abby loved an excuse to bring in a boy, which yes. I like a boy in a dance. I, I love, I, yeah, I do too. And um, so, I loved uh, Twilight so much with Nick. So yeah. I was happy to have him back. Although I yes. have a lot of strong thoughts and emotions about this dance. Okay, well, we'll, we'll be anxious to hear them. Yes, I'm sure everybody's waiting with bated breath. <laughs> so Mackenzie gets a solo. It's acrobatic jazz and it's called Love is War. And Maddie gets a lyrical solo. It's called Lifeline. And Abby points out, you know, Maddie won three times in a row and she challenges her to win a fourth. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Maddie is going to get really good choreography if Abby wants her to win again? Well, I was watching this with somebody the other day and uh-huh. when I was doing my recapping, I did it at night and they saw the duet uh-huh. and they were like, when are they going to start dancing? I'm telling you. And I said, hold on a second and then let's watch the so Maddie solo and and they were like there is no comparison none I'm like I know that's what we've said for years none then I said watch the group dance and Abby always says oh like you know Paige or Nia or whatever can't do this I said but watch the group dance and watch they're all doing the same thing Mm -hmm. and they're all together and whatever Mm -hmm. you know they pointed it out to me oh yeah and it's I mean they marched around going like this with a shovel yeah. No comparison. Yes. Yeah. And Maddie's dance was beautiful. This wasn't my favorite dance of hers. I don't know why. I don't know. Cause it looks just like all the other ones. I know, but it just was, I don't know. It wasn't my favorite. Yeah. Okay. But Abby says, you know, hopefully we'll have time to do a duet. And she says, you know, if we have time, it'll be Kenda and Nia and it's called dig it. And it's modern jazz. She says, um, you know, the dance is contemporary, but cool. Kelly, that did you happen cool. to peek at my mom jeans and pyramid no but i i kind of blocked those out you always wore those those were terrible this is what i had on a pyramid oh yeah yeah those look like avocados i thought they looked like sperm oh (laughs) they do look a little sperm i'm not pregnant the sperm are on my shirt people oh kelly god you should never let them do that on your shirt (laughs) (laughs) what i meant that is not what i meant Oh, I'm drinking on that one. Children, listen, Christy. Oh my God. Oh God. I th- okay. look. This has an explicit rating on it. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. Okay. We'll put a warning at the beginning. Yes, Christy is filthy. So Abby or Holly says that she, you know she hopes the duet works out better than Nia's last one because, and then they go back to flashback of Holly calling Abby a monstrosity of evil. Love that moment. I know you know, showing that she pulled Nia Page's duet. So Abby dismisses us and she starts the group rehearsal. And Hold on one she... second. I have to interrupt you. Right before they start the group rehearsal, we get another shot outside and it's a really low camera shot. So it is like 
pothole feature. Oh, oh yeah. it is like you see every divot and crevice of the potholes. And this leads me to the giant breaking news story. Someone made a TikTok that I think might have my favorite caption of all time. It said, went to see this national landmark. It was the ALDC. And the bus driver has finally won because they turned the ALDC into a bus garage. Yes. And they filled in all the potholes. Yep. It's now safe for all vehicles. I saw that we were um, talking about something on the podcast, my podcast with the other moms. And we were talking about the potholes and we were asking if they were filled in and everybody was like, I don't know. I think they were, you know, we were going back and forth. And the next day I saw that TikTok, somebody sent it to me and they're like proof that they were filled. I think it was you that sent me it. I don't think, but it was funny because I was talking about the day before with the other moms were like, you know, saying, did they fill them in? But it was just funny. Okay. So we're in the group rehearsal. Abby says, you know, can I have the guest boy, please? And Nick comes in and hugs Abby and the girls come up and I'll hug them. I think they like when a boy's there too. I think they like when anybody is there because maybe abusive mommy will be on her best behavior if there's a guest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody's clapping for Nick. And then we go to a flashback of our favorite dance of twilight i love twilight. which was brooke chloe maddie and nick and he gives all the girls a hug but at the end brooke was the last one and abby's like oh there's a hug hubba 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 always wants to fix people up with her hubba hubba i just read the word gross it just yes. is gross meanwhile brooke had a boyfriend i think at this point yeah i think she might have yeah i think she was definitely with nolan but okay. So the girls giggle, you know, and all, everybody walks away. And Abby talks to Nick about being the male lead. And she thinks that who does he think will be the female lead? And he guesses Brooke. Uh, uh, I was laughing because I'm like, why would he think Brooke? Because yeah. it's never Brooke that's the female exactly. lead. Exactly. But he always danced with Brooke. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm assuming that's why. Right. But Abby says, so we'll see if Brooke brings it. If she doesn't, I'm picking someone else. Okay. Well, let's guess who that'll be. Yeah. <laughs> well, in a way, Brooke dies and Maddie has yes. I love when she explains this. It's terrible. Oh my God. I can't wait to talk about the explanation of this. Yes. Yeah. So Abby talks about the group routine and says that um, she's calling it your dream will be a dream. And she says that it's a big, beautiful, you know, musical theater thing so and she says that since maddie is the one that uses the emotional face she tells her to pretend that brooke is her dying mother i wrote what the fuck okay so yeah. first of all we just said all the kids use their face so this is abby projecting her thoughts into the audience in the world but go on because this is my favorite part of this episode when abby's so then, explaining the dance yes yeah. so she explains <laughs> that nick is secretly in love with brooke Mm -hmm. Brooke is dying great in her final moments Brooke asks Nick to take care of her daughter okay the routine has three love stories it's a love between a father and a daughter okay so even though Nick is not Maddie's father because he's secretly in love with Brooke and Maddie is Brooke's daughter but now it's love between a father and daughter <laughs> Uh, yeah, and it's right? like a love between a mother and a daughter. Okay, <clears throat> and but I saw no wants... interaction between Maddie and Brooke as mother and daughter. No, and okay. but everybody else on stage is in love with Nick. 
And I wrote, now I wrote, what the actual fuck? <laughs> like, what is, what is this? <laughs> so Abby's explained, you know, that's going to be a whole lot going on in two minutes, but I think I can do it. Good, Abby. I'm really worried about you. We're proud of you. Yeah. Yes. So then we're upstairs and you say, does everybody remember their first love? <laughs> and I'm like, uh, mine was not a good memory. Yeah. And then Melissa goes, and your other love is dead. I'm like, hello. <laughs> and I'm like, and now I have Randy. Lucky me. How mean am I? And uh, she says, but guess what? He loves you. Yes. He was a good husband. I have to give him that. No, I know. And then I'm like, well, my first love didn't end great. But he and didn't die. No, I had another one who died later. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember cancer? Oh, I do remember. Yeah. I mean, it had been 20 years since I dated him, but yeah. um, no, you were like, yeah, like yours died closer to your, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Melissa yeah, always like called him your dead If they die or go to jail, none of the girls have experienced that yet. Someday they will. And it's kind of fun. Who went to jail? Mine didn't go to jail. I don't Did know. Yours go to jail? Said. It had to be Holly. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely Holly. It was Holly. <laughs> oh my God. So Jill says, Who was Abby's first love? And I'm like, I don't think anybody has loved Abby back. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so mean. Well, I like that Holly chimed in. Maybe that's what Abby needs. And I'm like, Well, yeah. Yeah. And then Jill says, She needs more than that. Uh, then Melissa has a bright idea of taking Abby speed dating. How about me saying, is there a curtain? <laughs> yeah. I'm fucking so mean. Yeah. And then you go ahead. I oh hope. my God. I'm like, I hope that she doesn't wear her Shamu outfit. We're so awful. I know we are mean, but that is the Shamu outfit. <laughs> That's the famous oh Shamu outfit. Huh? <laughs> qualify you're like well that's just the fact uh-huh. yeah oh uh, we my. we need uh ed's whale cup oh the whale of a tail yeah we really are mean i know and then you're like well i want to speed date I, I know and i'm like i want someone six foot four and built and, and i you're said, like you're married yeah <laughs> but i know but i want to do it all over again okay so wait well, now you can. So why? And I'm not. Why I aren't know. you looking for six four? And I'm looking. I'm looking. Okay, wait. Hold on. Stop. Pause here for a minute. Let's pretend like how Abby had her laundry list. What's on Kelly's laundry list? Oh, I would say six two to six okay. four. So is six foot not acceptable? You need tall. Yeah. All right. Anywhere from six six to over six, six four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we know uh, you like tall. What else? I like them to be kind of distinguished, like a little, little gray, like salt and pepper hair, maybe. Okay. Not too young. Okay. So Not you went older than old. you? We're the same age. Okay. Same age or older. Okay. I don't know. I like nice teeth. Okay. All right. Do you like how Abby- Kind of like, like a chiseled face. I don't know. I just want like the perfect man. Okay. So like a George Clooney is what you want. Exactly what I was describing. Yes. Yeah. I'll take George Clooney. <laughs> well, he's unavailable. Can you, can somebody give him the memo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause he's got a terribly awful. Wife. I know his wife is terrible. Yeah. She looks like a handful and she's not very well accomplished or anything. I, I know. Right. Oh gosh. I know. Maybe he wants a loser like me. Yeah. <laughs> 
say professional white trash. Exactly. <laughs> Just and ask I, Abby Lee I, Miller. I've even been in a dumpster. <laughs> I was his wife, I can guarantee, never can say that. <laughs> She's never. I'm one up on her. Barricaded herself in a dumpster. <laughs> you want somebody who'll get down and dirty? Pick me. Yeah. <laughs> so we're up there laughing about, you know, me being married and me wanting to do this. And Abby screams upstairs to the moms to keep it down that we're being distracting. Right. God forbid we'd have any fun. Uh, you know, what's funny is she's like, I know because something's going on with the moms. They're laughing and getting along. So they must be up to no good. I, I wrote, we're in trouble no matter what we do. If we're fighting, we're in trouble. If we're having fun, we're in trouble. If we're mm -hmm. making costumes, we're doing it wrong. We want to be in charge. If we're not, we're lazy and not contributing. If we're at work, we don't love our children. If we're not at work, we need a job. Mm -hmm. Did we're I sum it up? Yeah. Okay, great. So Melissa and Jill are like looking through their phones at dating apps and they're trying to pick a, like a men's profile for Abby. Did you hear Jill go, let's look at the men. <laughs> she said it just like that. Yeah. Oh God. And then here's me. You're like, Abby can't exactly date a lightweight. And then me, I'm like, <laughs> she would never be able to be on top. Why I don't just keep my mouth shut? <laughs> well, did you see who laughed the hardest at that? No, Holly. Did she? Yes. Oh, you go, Holly. Holly she, got it. Holly. Well, who did you get it, Kel? I don't know. I got it. I'm okay. surprised that Melissa wasn't like, who will make her insides? What what word did she use to use? Um, not quiver. Uh, throb. Oh. Oh. Not like either of them words. I. Yeah. I don't like the words. And then you couple it with thinking of Abby. <laughs> yeah, oh, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs> so Ab Abby's giving the group um, their last pep talk. And she says, remember, it's a love story. I need to see that connection. And I need to see everybody else being, what is that word? Grandiose. Grandiose. What does that mean? Just big. Uh, big while they watch the epic love story and wish that Nick was their man. Uh, I, I'm very uncomfortable. I wrote that. I wrote, she's so weird. She is weird. We're going to get to that. We're going to talk about this. But first of all, Maddie is nine and Nick is like 14. Mm -hmm. And she wants them to like wish that they were her man. Like, this is kind of like just not like appropriate. Right. The only yeah. one that's appropriate is Brooke. Yes. Because Brooke and, and Nick are close in age. Yeah. And P.S. at this point, so Maddie's nine. So that means like Chloe and Paige are what, 11? I mean, I they might. Yeah. yeah. 10, maybe, maybe even. Yeah. But so, yes, maybe you have crushes at that age, but you're not like, oh, I wish you were my man. Like they're yeah. still little girls. We yeah. were still going to American Girl at that point. Exactly. Yes. So now this is the terriblest part of the show. Oh, <laughs> The kids all leave the room and Abby starts dancing for the moms. And Joe and Melissa loved it. They're clapping Love. away. And how about Holly? Holly I was know. like, and I'm just gagging, I think. Did you see Jill stand up and do that pelvic thrust thing? No. Oh my, Kelly, if you're watching on Patreon, Jill stands up and she goes, like, well, Abby. Like thrusting. Oh, gross. Well, she was thrusting in, in response to Abby. And then she, uh, Jill starts cackling and she goes, I want to date. 
Hey, yeah, she does need a date. Maybe Jill does too. I guess. So then Jill says, if if helping Abby find a man and find true love makes Abby happy and it makes me look like a rock star, it can only benefit Kendall's dance career. And it can only put you at the front of the train with your train conductor hat. Yes. What was that train conductor hat? Kelly, I need somebody to like send me. I know there's one out there. Somebody needs to send me a compilation of Jill's most outrageous looks from dance moms. Outfits, yeah. I I know they're out there. Well, how about that one you showed me today? The tiger That had to be one of the worst. The thing, it looked like it was a a body tiger outfit. Yeah, the billboard of a tiger. And then she had it on with royal blue pants. I think to match the tiger's blue eyes. Yeah, ugly. It's horrible. So Jill goes and walks into Studio A and tells Abby um, that her dance was cute and that she is inviting Abby to dinner. And Abby looks at her and says, oh, are you hooking me up with a guy? Now, why did Abby think that? No one's ever tried to hook her up with a guy. So I, <laughs> I, I think Ab, Abby knew what was going on. Yeah. Like that would be the last thing on our minds. Let's hook Abby up with a guy. Uh-huh. I would well, be like, run. But how about when Jill walks in the studio, she goes, Abby, that was so cute. Meaning her dance. Jill, only Jill could say that with a fucking straight face. There was nothing cute about it. No. It was- I love when Holly's like, when Abby starts gyrating, we're all uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. You think? <laughs> Ah, okay. So now we have our second group rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Your dream and will be my dream. All the girls in Abby and Gianna are in there, but Chloe's not there. Oh my God, Kelly. After we kind of go over this, this like where we're going, I, I'm going to tell this story because this is a one of my most horrific stories. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you remember this, but I will tell this story, but let's just get through what they showed on TV. Okay. So Abby asked, you know, where's Christy and Chloe? Uh, excuse me. One quick moment. Abby's wearing a headband. Oh, yay. Happy drink tears. I need a snack. Hmm. I need too. I'm hungry. Okay. In my interview, I say, this is not the week for you and Chloe to be running late. Yes. Yeah, it was me giving you advice. <laughs> Thanks, Cal. Thanks. Yeah. So then Jill says she hopes that you're just running late and you're not missing rehearsal on purpose. And Jill's wearing fur, so drink. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Look, don't blame me. Blame Jill. Her choices. Uh-huh. So then Holly says that she thinks Chloe might be struggling with the fact that she's getting less attention and no solos, but points out that that was for the last two seasons. Um, and Nia was lucky enough to be in the group dance at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, the moms agree. And we point out um, that it's happened to all the kids at some point. I'm going to stop you right there because it has not. Melissa is dead quiet during this conversation. Yes. I just want to point that out. Okay. I agree. I mean, you and, excuse me, you and Holly can talk all you want. I'm just saying, don't say yeah. all the kids. And so you say, you know, that, how mean Abby has been to Chloe. And I'm like, you know, she's just as mean to Paige. Mm-hmm. And you walk in and, you know, we're like, hello. We say like, your outfit looks fancy. Yeah. Somebody goes like, oh, your outfit looks fancy. I mean, oh, I think just... that was me. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. When you come upstairs. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I had on that, that ugly, whatever. Oh, yeah. Wait. I didn't know what that was. I didn't think that I... was very fancy. I don't know why I said that. I don't know either. <laughs> but whatever. We were desperate. It was 2012. That's the fashion. That's all I can think of. I don't know. 
And in my interview, okay, so go ahead. Tell me what I said in my so interview. So you said that, you know, traffic was bad. You couldn't avoid being late. And you just hope that Abby doesn't blame Chloe for the pile up on Route 130. Okay, let me stop you. So Chloe went to school downtown Pittsburgh at this point, and we would pick our kids up and drive to the studio. And I would always come the back road, which was 130, which unless you live in Pittsburgh, you don't know that. And there was her horrific accident. And I was stopped in traffic for almost an hour, couldn't move. And I called everyone on set. I called all of production. I was explaining what was going on. There was no way I could back up, no way I could move. There was, I mean, it was like a fatal car accident. And I got really upset and I called a power that be in LA, the person who took us out to dinner to crustacean. I don't want to say his name on here, but you know who I'm talking about. And I explained, I said, this is what's going on. I said, Abby's being really brutal to Chloe this week, but she had been for the last couple of weeks. And I said, this has absolutely is out of my control, out of her control, I can't physically get there. Uh, please don't use this against her when I get there. Well, wait. Nothing like putting it in their mind. Well, uh, but Kelly, I was like hysterical in the car because it, you know what I mean? And and yeah. he assured me, oh, no, 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 no. This is beyond your control. Don't worry about it. Just get there safely. You know, we won't worry. Da, 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 da. And when I got there, they pulled me into the dressing or into the den and they were trying to mic Chloe. And I said, what are you micing Chloe for? Because the kids weren't mic'd. They, when they didn't mic them when they were dancing, yeah. And I said, what are you micing Chloe for? And they're like, well, she's late. She has to go in there. And I said, stop right there. And this was a couple of the two girls that were running the show at the time. And I said, stop right there. I said, nope. I said, this is not an on-camera story. You know, this is beyond my control. I talked to the head of blah, blah, blah. And I said, hold on, I'm going to get him on the phone. I called him, put him on speaker. And I said, tell them that you told me that this would not be used against Chloe. And he goes, I never said that. Believe me, I know. I know. I dealt with that all the time. I know. But what I'm saying is when I came upstairs and I was disgusted, like I yeah, looked disgusted that's why. At yeah. because that's what was going on with me downstairs mm, is yeah. I know I never said that. Christy, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, you dirty, rotten piece of trash. They were all that way. Not uh-huh. just him. They all well, were. yeah, I have a special place in hell for him because of just some other things he did to me. Yeah. Yeah. He's I got a special him. place for a lot of them. Yeah. But that's the real story. And so why why I was so, yeah. yeah, I was like, I mean, it, what, what was I going to do? Somebody had died in a car accident. Like yeah. I had to go shoot dance moms. Give me yeah. a break. I mean, you were never late. No, ever. None of us ever. were ever late. You we, couldn't be, you were, were terrified. Late. Yeah. So you come upstairs and you ask like what you've missed. And Melissa tells you that she got a limo for Abby to go speed dating. Yeah. And I said, where are we going? I guess at that point, I thought I was going. Oh, I would think so. Yeah. Why wouldn't you? Well, because later on, I don't even know if you're, were you there when Mrs. Miller died? No. Okay. Because later on, so. the kids went to see and dance at the uh, Mrs. Miller The nursing home. Yeah, the no, nursing home. And they had told me beforehand that Abby absolutely would not allow Chloe to go to that. And so I knew beforehand that she wasn't going. So I thought in my brain, I guess I superimposed that I didn't know. No, I because be I remember me fighting with them about that. Oh, really? Yeah. Like I was like, I'm not getting in the limo. If mm. she's oh, I remember that too. Yeah. yeah. They made yeah. me. Yeah. yeah. So Melissa says she's gotten a limo and Jill's like, she hopes that there will be speed daters who take the bait. <laughs> 
And I'm like, I feel sorry for the man who ends up with Abby. But because she's so much, it has nothing to do with like a physical appearance or anything. Like she's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. Could you, did you hear her asking men to rub her feet? That alone. After Ew. the sneaker in a bag story. Yes. They better watch out for that. Mm-hmm. Not the good. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kelly, what would you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run? Would you take a nap? What would you do? I know you're not reading a book. <laughs> I think I would do take an hour for therapy. Just to really? do something for myself. Oh, I'm a therapy lover. I do like therapy. I've been a big therapy convert. I don't know. I think Dion's mom's um introduced me to the need for therapy. And I honestly feel that um making myself a priority and speaking to someone that's just about me really helps me to find out what matters to me so that I can do more of it. So I'm actually a huge, huge believer and I'm a huge lover of BetterHelp. That's where my therapist is. I have used them for years. I love it. Um, it makes me feel really good to speak to somebody who helps me with my coping skills. One of the biggest things for me that I've learned to do is how to set boundaries because I've struggled with that my whole life. I don't, shocker, right? But it's it just is a place where I feel safe talking to someone about the things that matter most, most to me. And it gives me an outlet to focus on me without feeling guilty. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com bar today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash bar. So then we go to uh, Mackenzie rehearsing her solo. And Mackenzie says in an interview, her solo is about a couple who fights a lot and gets on each other's nerves. 
I wonder who that is every couple in America. Uh-huh. And Abby says that Mackenzie needs to have her timing down for the next day. And she says, remember, love is war. And Abby makes a fist and says, I mean, war, baby. That doesn't sound healthy. Uh-uh. So Abby calls everybody in from the group number. And before, you know, the kids and Nick come in, um, all the moms, except for you, go in and tell Abby about her special date, mm-hmm. dinner date with Jill. So you weren't there for us to No, tell. right. I was sitting in the room. Yeah. I was probably still having a fit about the being late thing, honestly. Yeah. yeah. So at first, Abby's like reluctant about it. And she, but, you know, once we tell her, you know, it's going, we're going right now rather than later in the evening, she's like, mm-hmm. okay, I'll go. And you, my love, are wearing a very fabulous pair of Miss Me jeans. <laughs> oh my God. I know. Did you see how big my ass was? Oh my goodness. I should I... not have pockets with rhinestones on them, accentuating <laughs> that area of my body. I still have them. I should probably, after I seen my ass in them, I should throw them away. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm keeping those for. They did not look good. Kelly, asses are the thing. Nobody likes boobs. Everybody likes a butt. See, well, I got the butt I- and no boobs, so I'm good. I'm in. Maybe that six foot four guy will like me. I was just like, I don't know. Back when we were in high school, everybody like wanted boobs and no butt. And I had a butt and no boobs. And now I have boobs and no butt and it's reverse. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. I mean. pay to get that butt put in now. Could you imagine how much that would hurt? I heard that's one of the most risky surgeries. Really? Yeah. I don't want a fake butt. I'll take Paige's butt. I like her butt. Yeah. She has a cute. Well, her waist is like a 13. Uh-huh. Yeah. And her butt is cute. So yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's one of my favorite lines. Abby says, you know, she's willing to go, but she's not paying. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I walk in and I'm trying to v- convince you to come. And I tell you, you should go just like in spite of Abby. I like think it, just to be a bitch. Yeah. I wonder if there obviously had to be a reason why I didn't go in that room. And I thought maybe it was because of the late thing, but maybe it was like, Abby doesn't want me to go, you know, whatever. I don't yeah. know. But then you're like, oh, let's go. So there was obviously stuff going on behind the scenes. Exactly. Yes. So, you know, we, I, I sneak you into the limo. The limo. You say, or the guy's holding the door. It's raining, of course. Yeah. I love the, that Abby's like, oh, that limo is obnoxious. Well, yeah. hi, so is your 80s windsuit. <laughs> like, you're going on a date. She knew that she was going on some. She knew sort she of a was date. going on a date because she didn't have her Abby Lee Dance Company clothes on. Yeah, but you were. I don't think she ever has not worn that in the studio. And she had that some print shirt on. It looked like something out of uh, like the background of a school picture in the 80s when they would have like the graphics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Holly tells Abby that the limos for their girls night out. And Abby's like, my car is a limo. Jill, absolutely. She, of course she agrees. So we go outside. As soon as you and I walk past Abby, she goes back inside and says that she's she doesn't want to stand in the rain. Stand in the rain, which is code for I'm going to go fight because I'm not getting to I'm in not going anywhere with Christy. Yeah. Yeah. So we're all getting in the limo and Abby calls Jill back inside and says, you know, that she's not going with it, you if you go. And let's just be clear, you guys, this is so real 
I, I mean, do you hear her? Like, there is no sense of like, oh, I'm just saying this because somebody said, she's like, I'm not going if Christy's going. So if anybody thinks for one minute that Abby kind of likes me, no, she does not. <laughs> she she does not she abby does not like me so joe and abby are going back and forth about you know how you ended up being there you know she thought it was just dinner between her and abby and she said you know she told melissa and melissa was jealous so she had melissa come well then it ended up we all were coming you know abby's like i'm not going if christy's going so this is one of my other favorite lines jill says well i'd rather have you go than christy well, thanks, Jill. Nice friend. I nice know. friend. I know. Oh, my. So they make you get out of the limo. I know. Which I thought was like horrible. It is horrible. And what's even more horrible about it is it's humiliating because it was on camera. You know, yeah. it couldn't have just been like, oh, I didn't. Yeah. I mean, they love a dramatic moment, but it is humiliating. And let me just say for the record, I didn't want to go watch Abby speed date. Like my uh, job yeah. was to go. Yeah. You know what I, I'm saying? You think I wanted to be there? Well, right. And I was fighting to get you to come or I said I wasn't going. Right. Right. And I do remember that, but it was just, and, and the thing that was probably the worst about that, because I don't, it's humiliating for me, blah, 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 blah. But it made Chloe feel bad because she knew everybody was going and like her mom had to stay back because Abby hates us. So that just goes to show it's that moment in the show that I was Abby's like most hated for sure. At that moment. Yeah. We'll yeah. That moment. <laughs> yeah. I, I said at that I said it, yeah. I qualified it at that yeah. moment. Uh, so Abby, you know, gets in the limo, Jill follows her. And Abby says in her interview that she knows, she doesn't know what Jill and the moms are up to, but Abby's confident that Gianna can handle the group rehearsal while she's gone. Great. So Great. glad she has that all covered. Yeah. And because she's got a whole studio full of kids. I was like, weren't there like 30? Well, then they show you sitting upstairs all by yourself watching. Yeah. Them. I'm surprised that somebody didn't put an overture of a cricket, like, yeah. Like, hello. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> so in your interview, you're like, you can't believe that Jill kicked you out of the limo and none of the other moms stuck up for you, which I did. You did. Yeah. But they wouldn't have showed that. You know what yeah. I mean? Because it would have been you fighting with production, not with Abby. Yeah. Yeah. But you say that you're not interested in hanging out with Abby, but it's the principle. As moms, what are we teaching our kids? True story. And that it's okay to stab someone in the back as long as it gets ahead. And then you say Jill. But yeah. Yes, it's true. So then we're in the limo and Jill passes out the drinks, the cocktails. And Abby and us all have a toast to friends and winning over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I can't believe I toasted to being friends. I know. Okay, go on. This is the part that I'm really excited to chat about. Oh, okay. So then I tell Abby, which I'm assuming they told me to say this. Yeah. Something I would say, but it's really nice, Abby, that all the dances this week have a love theme. Yeah, that sounds just like you. Yeah, that's just what I would say. Mm -hmm. but, but since we're at the dating thing, it's all about love. Right, of course. But Abby says, love is war. Sometimes when you're in love with somebody, you still fight and argue. Mm -hmm. True, 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 true. A hundred percent. And I ask Abby, what kind of man is her type? Ah, she says, a young George Clooney with perfect teeth. Fine, you and Abby, you guys can share him. Me but... and Abby want the same kind of man. Ew. Find me a woman on this planet who wouldn't describe George Clooney. Do you know what I mean? Come on. Exactly. Okay. Well, I just don't like that. I like 
same thing as her. But I like that Jill's like, you like guys like your dad. Is Abby's dad George Clooney? Ew. You knew her dad. No, I didn't. didn't look anything like George Clooney. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so then Abby's describing the kind of man she likes. He has to speak five languages fluently. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Likes to eat. Okay. And he enjoys dessert mm-hmm. and orders everything off the menu. Mm-hmm. And he can't be pigeon-toed. Kelly, do you know any man like this? No. Okay. So that's part one of my question. So this sounds like a sophisticated, worldly man who speaks five languages, who I'm assuming knows the menu well enough to like, or probably like knows wine, can order you the perfect yeah. glass of wine. Who's this guy, right? Yeah. And what's he doing with Abby? Exactly. <laughs> I'm thinking it wouldn't be his pick. Yeah. I mean, because there's probably four of them on the planet, right? And Abby gets one of them? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. No. Okay. Just check. Not saying anything against her, but. I'm right. Like, yeah. George Clooney ain't picking none. I mean, I just said he ain't picking me either. Take the George Clooney part out of it, the rest of it. Yeah. So then Jill looks at Abby and says, So are you just seeing one man right now? Abby takes a long pause. And she's very coy. Yes. And says, yes. She wasn't dating anybody. Well, she was friends with John. That's who she's talking about this whole time. When she says, don't you think he should get me a ring later? Yeah. But during this whole description, I love the close-up of Melissa looking very confused about this. And then Holly laughing out loud. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, so the limo pulls up to the restaurant and Jill says that she has a surprise for Abby mm-hmm. and we go in and Jill tells Abby that they're there for the speed dating mm-hmm. and the hostess tells Abby and you are contestant number one right I love what Jill said and Jill's like thank god she's not number two because number two is always the first to lose dead absolutely dead yeah So Abby says she had no idea that this was going to be speed dating. She thinks it's hysterical and she's ready to meet some new guys. And her hair is utterly disgusting in that interview. (laughs) Did you notice like 90% of the guys and people that were in the restaurant were Were crew and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's funny. Mm -hmm. So they seat Abby and there's a contestant there with her. His name is Chris. And his caption below says that he's a 33-year-old bartender mm-hmm. and explains how, you know, they explain how everything will work. And Abby winks at Chris and like, you know, just kind of like flirting with him or whatever. I guess mm-hmm. she liked what he looked like. And she says, let's just go over a few things, Chris. I have some questions for you. Mm-hmm. And she asks him if he owns a tuxedo. And he says he does. Mm-hmm. And he says that he also owns a bow tie. Great. Or he can tie a bow tie. Oh, he could tie it. Okay. And she's like, that's a bonus point. Yes. I just have to say I'm nauseous. I know. I know. So then they show us. We're sitting at a totally separate table. (laughs) You're like eating some big square chunky thing. I know. (laughs) I don't know what that was. Probably bread or something. But I love that you and I, every scene that there involved food, we're like, fuck yeah, we'll eat on camera. We were Uh not coy housewives. Uh Uh-huh. Well, we were t- in a totally separate room. Like we weren't in the same room. Oh no, that. I know. I know we exactly were in a totally where we separate. were. Yeah. We, we were just having dinner. Right. While she was doing that, which 
I loved. Mm-hmm. You missed yeah. out. Amen. So then Abby is asking Chris how many times he's been to Disney World in Orlando. Curious really... to hear why she was asking that. Oh, but because okay. she she has a house in Orlando. I understand, but did she require Disney. somebody? Okay, that's what I wondered. Yeah, I think that was another one of the things that she would like. Okay. In her interview, she says, I like all kinds of guys and I have a whole list of things that I require. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then we go to the next speed date. His name's Carl and he's a 40 year old insurance rep. Mm -hmm. And him and Abby shake hands and Abby leans back in her chair and addresses us, the moms. And she says, ladies, Carl. And Melissa's like, hi, Carl. And she's like, Carl has gum. Uh, well, he Abby, must be from New Jersey. Remember? Yeah, she told me Jersey. hated people to have gum. Uh-huh. And, and then Jill's like, well, he has fresh breath. <laughs> <laughs> so Carl tells Abby that his mom used to teach dance and that she owned her own dance studio. And, you know, we're all trying to listen real close to hear what they're saying. And we say that we we thought that um, Carl was dressed nicely and that he put an effort into his appearance. Mm-hmm. And then the bell rings and they have to switch. Mm-hmm. And Abby didn't really even get to ask Carl any of her questions, but they say goodbye. Mm-hmm. Carl leaves. And I'm like, Abby, watch and see if Carl's pigeon-toed before he walks away. I thought that was pretty funny. Okay. I'm thinking they asked you to say that. I'm thinking so. But Jill says this would be great if Abby finds love because it would make her be the hero and would make all of our lives a whole lot easier. Yeah. So what Jill's saying is like, come on, somebody take one for the team. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Look, no shade. I'm saying everyone needs a little something. Uh It's human nature. Yep human it's human nature should that be the name of it it's human nature there we go yeah another man sits down with abby but we can only hear the end of the date and you know that's when they get up and switch tables so we it's didn't really chris know much about that yes that's a what was he he's a producer yeah and uh, he just had a baby i know because i actually commented on his instagram after i saw this and uh i was like so i guess it didn't work out the dance teacher because he said don't fall in love with anyone else and she yeah. said hey you know you're only as good as your last performance and i'm like oh God. <laughs> gross oh gross. so then next we have daryl who, who good was on the crew yes and they say he's a 46 year old retired professional football player was mm-hmm. he a professional football player? I think so. I want to okay. say maybe if I recall, I want to say for some reason, San Francisco feels right, but I could be lying. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But Abby says, I've never dated a man of color. All rumors from the past contradict that, but okay. Oh, okay. So he told me a certain story about a man of color from the past, but I don't know. I, mean, I don't want to spread rumor. I'm just saying that's not how I understood it. Okay. Just saying. So Daryl says, well, you know what they say, don't you? Oh, for God's sakes, Kelly. I mm, Did you see her try to peek under the Oh table? my God, she's like peeking under the table. Yes. And I wrote, I'm so uncomfortable. Yes. Yeah. And and then she tells, she asks him, you know, were you a jock in school? And he says, yes, I played football. No, she said, please, oh, please tell, tell me you, played, me you football. played football. Now, do you know why this is so cringy? 
Did you see the article that came out a few weeks ago? Yes. About yes. her saying about how her, she likes high school. The young players? ones. Yeah. They have to be high school. Yeah. And this and that went, cause I didn't, I didn't know this was on TV, but when I heard that coupled with that, I almost fell off my chair. So I'm like, yeah. oh, and then the, the 50 yard line kind of girl. <gasps> yeah. She says, you know, she's a 50 yard kind of girl. And he says, oh, are you, were you a cheerleader? And she says, no. I just mean I did it on the 50-yard line. And Abby used to say to the producers all the time, kids, watch this. Yes, kids are watching. Don't say that. Yes. You know what? Adults are watching. Don't say that. I know. Gross. So Abby says that speed dating was fabulous. It was just like she was auditioning a man for a date. Oh, God. Um, she got to sit back on the casting couch and just say, next, next. I think that this was a gift that will keep on giving which we know she likes to give gifts. Yeah, but I also said that I would give Abby Weight Watchers because it would be the gift that would keep on giving. <laughs> yeah. So then, you know, Daryl's, at the end is Abby like giving her eyebrows to Daryl. Yeah. Gag me. This so, whole thing just made me, what did I text you? I was like, I'm so uncomfortable watching speed dating. Yes, it was gross. You didn't even have to be there. We had to be there. I know. I, yeah. I thank God for small favors. That's the universe looking out for me. Thank you, universe. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, we kind of skip a couple of days. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't either. Usually we don't. Maybe because we took up so much time with the speed dating. They, had they to just show might not have that. showed. Yeah. They had that out because it was stupid just practicing. That's right. what I would think. Now we're one day to the competition and they're doing Nia and Kendall's duet. And Abby's wearing a red headband. Drink. I feel like I've drank so much I could pee already. I do too. So in her interview, Abby says that Kendall and Nia's duet choreography is difficult and they move a little too slow for her liking. Oh my. That choreography was not difficult. I don't know what <laughs> duet she was watching. This is where we needed like a um, quality control person on set. Yeah, yeah. To be like, hey, this is really a piece of shit. And yeah. obviously these children aren't going to perform well. You need to step it up. Yeah, but they knew that. Right, but I know. Abby says Jill wants Kendall to be a superstar, but she needs to pay attention because nobody's going to be digging this routine. And, you know, Abby's in the room yelling at the girls for not dancing together. And she says that there's only one day left of the competition. Mm -hmm. uh, so then, she, you know, she runs a duet a couple more times and then she tells them to leave and send Maddie in. And... Oh, we go to upstairs and I'm wearing fur. Yeah, but it's really somehow non-offensive fur. Okay, good. Because I don't like that. If I recall, you said something like, <laughs> I think that jacket costs several thousand. I recall you saying that. Oh, yeah. I, I recall you do. You did say that upstairs. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Shut up. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, that's why it's acceptable. Because it's not plastic. I know. Okay. So we're upstairs and you're talking to Holly about the duet rehearsal. And she lets you know that Abby spent a lot of time and effort picking on Nia, which you say is rotten. It is rotten. Which, yes. She always, but she always does. She's a rotten person. Yeah. But you say, since Nia's duet is with Kendall this week, you need to watch out for Jill, that Jill wants Kendall to shine and be special in the duet. Uh-huh. So Jill goes downstairs and she says, I need to go down and check. And she's like, check what though? I don't know. I like when she walks downstairs and Gianna's at the front desk and she goes, 
Hi, G. Oh, God. I know. Yeah, so Gianna's on a break. You know, she talks to Gianna. Gianna offers to work on the duet with Kendall. And And Jill has never turned on a private in her life. Absolutely not. Jill has never met a private that she didn't like. (laughs) But, like, I totally agree with Holly on this. Yes. Like, I mean, if you're in a duet, why would you? Obviously, choreography and timing. Yes. Like, why wouldn't you do it with the duet partner? Right. Because it's only going to make you score better. Right. Because if your timing and stuff is off, you're not going to score well. So Jill was kind of giving herself a. Doing herself a disservice. Yes. Because I don't know, but I think she thought, oh, well, Kendall will look better than Nia. Yeah. But why do you want that? Extra practice. Yeah. I'm not saying she's right. I'm saying I think that's what Jill was thinking. Yeah. But, you know, Jill or Holly confronts Jill when they both go downstairs and Holly goes in and says for Jill to come out and talk to her. You, Holly and Jill are at the front desk and Holly says that she was surprised to see that Chloe was working or God, Kendall was working on the duet in a private lesson. Mm -hmm. And Jill says it wasn't a private that Mm -hmm. Gianna offered to work with Kendall just individually. And I'm such a much troublemaker. Yeah. (laughs) And you're Jill is confused of why Holly is upset. And Holly reminds her that the routine is not a solo. It's a duet. Mm-hmm. And you're like, or is this just an opportunity to get Kendall up on that pyramid? I, why, I, why do it's I fucking just, care? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't apparently know. somebody asked me to stir a pot because I don't have a dog in the fight. And I'm like, hey, yeah. me, let me be a shit stirrer. Uh-huh. So Holly says, you know, that the private was a way for Kendall to stand out more than Nia. And Jill says, I have to do what's best for Kendall and me. And you say that Jill is a definition of a stage mom. Instead of putting Kendall's photo on the pyramid, I think Jill would be better off with her headshot. Where's the lie? Show it to me quickly. Yeah. So Abby hands out the costumes and she talks about the concept with the kids. It's a peasant girl. Wearing a gown. Yes. Yes. (laughs) befriended Nick. And he promised to take care of her daughter after she died. So girls, this is very romantic, epic love story. I don't think of me on my last date. And she's saying she was in LA. Yeah, she's we get talking about John. Her. And she's like, oh, we're so we're thousands of miles apart. Oh gosh. And he, he doesn't want to come here. Yeah. Uh, here's my favorite part. Don't you think he should buy me a ring? Don't you remember that big thing about that? And the wasn't there a big thing like in a magazine or something about that? There was, wasn't there? Oh my God. Yeah. There was something big about that. Yes. Oh, Mm. Kel, what was it? I can't remember, but it was something about like him not wanting to, but her like saying like she was getting a ring or something. Meanwhile, we're friends with John. I've got to ask him. Yeah. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. Well, I I don't have to tell you anything. I'm about to tell you upstairs. Yeah. So, you know, Abby says, don't you think he should give her a ring? And I'm like, but- why would you be excited to get engaged to a gay man? <laughs> oh my God. And Holly's like, it could be a friendship ring. And you're like, or a beard. Yeah. John is a gay man. Yes. Yes. I have met people that John has been in relationships with. I have talked to John about his relationships. Yeah. John- he, has, he has no interest in Abby. No. Never did. No, never. Yeah. It's just, it's so, uh, 
Yeah, I don't know. And they were very, very good friends. Yeah, yeah. He's the one that I had to put his pictures up in her. My husband hung her his headshots oh, up right, in the bedroom. Right. In Florida. Because, yes, because she had, yeah, the naked ones, right? Weren't they kind of naked? No, they were like headshots, I think. I can't oh, remember. I don't know why I thought naked. I Okay, look, I also have a problem with making things up in my own head. So sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> sorry, John, they weren't yeah. naked. But she's just... Yeah, it's odd. Yes. It's very odd. Yes. Okay, so Abby's explaining to the girls what, about speed dating. And I'm like, I wonder if Abby called any of the men. And you're like, she was probably oh on God. the phone with them all night. Now she <laughs> went from speed dating to phone sex. Kelly, I'm a horrific. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I'm an awful person. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so the girls are rehearsing in their costumes. Which mm-hmm. normally they don't do that. Right. And you're like, that's your dream when you're young. The white dress. <laughs> after, oh, you yeah. get, <laughs> after you get married, you always dream of a black dress. Jill's like the perfect black dress. Yeah, no, like, that's not what I meant, Jill. Yeah, you're like, no, no, I'm talking about the funeral. <laughs> well, Which so many women that are married can uh, agree with. That's terrible. Listen, I love my husband. He's very lovely. Yeah. You just want that black dress. I mean, uh, tell me, tell me what woman doesn't sometimes fantasize about, you know, just being alone a little bit. Uh-huh. You know, sometimes it's, you're, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just throwing it out there. Well, right? Jill and Melissa are laughing and I'm just like looking into yeah. Studio A, like, I'm like really serious. I don't know why. Yeah. I thought that was odd. Like you would typically have been like, I'll fucking poison him with rat poison, you know, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why. But you're like, you're going to think I'm a widow. Yeah, I was trying to explain to Jill what I meant by the black dress. Okay. Yeah, that's all that was. So Abby, you know, gives another pep talk. Um, We're going to New Jersey. You know what happens to us in New Jersey. It's not good. And she says goodbye. And the kids just leave the studio. Yeah. And they have the fear of God in them because they're like, what if we lose? Yes. So then we are on the bus going to the competition and we get off and we go into the lobby and, you know, Abby's talking to everybody and she, Abby says she's nervous to be back in New Jersey because the kids are fierce competitors. And like she said before, location, location, location. I don't understand any of this, but we'll just pretend. Okay, great. I do understand that. Kind of like what we said, like when we did party, 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 oh, we did yeah, it in okay. LA and we did, or Phoenix and we did electricity in Lancaster. Like yes. it's all about the location, like where you do things. But I, did I you think notice what she's saying. when Abby rolled in her hair kind of needed brushed? Yes. There was no curlers in it, but they it would just looked little, like there were curlers. There's just it. little turds. Yeah, I yeah. did notice that it was pretty gross. I why 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 you're on TV, honey, and we, you you're the one who gets the glam person. Uh huh. So the girls are getting ready in the dressing room, and Abby reminds them of all the bad stuff that happens in New Jersey. And Holly says she reminds us of all the bad things that have happened in New Jersey, like the time in season two, episode thirteen, when Abby had her breakdown and fled the scene when we lost to the candy apples. What she meant was when Maddie forgot her dance. Oh, is that when that was? Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't put two and two together. Yeah, that's what that was. So we're in the dressing room and Nia starts coughing and Abby looks over at her and she's like, oh, honey, are you getting sick? Yeah. 
like Abby ever cared. Uh, exactly. Like, seriously, Abby just didn't want her to do this duet. Yeah. And, and I love that all of a sudden Maddie knows the duet. Yeah. And she's like, oh, Mia nods her head. Yes. And she's like, oh, it's in your chest. Mm-hmm. And Holly says, you know, Nia's sick, but she doesn't want to make a big deal out of it because um, she doesn't want Abby to pull another duet of Nia's. And then Abby calls Maddie over and says, you know, do you know the duet? Because Nia's really sick. Mm-hmm. And Maddie How does says, Maddie know it? I don't know. Maybe she learned it in her secret privates. That's what I'm wondering. Oh, yeah. I, it's such bullshit. But also to do that to that kid is awful. I know. But Maddie says she knows the routine, like some of the routine, but she doesn't know all of Nia's parts. Mm -hmm. So Abby tells her to get with Kendall and go over the routine. But do you see Maddie's face? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Maddie was like, ugh, like, I don't want to do this to my friend. That's that's exactly what I was talking about. I'm not talking about Abby. I'm talking about Maddie. What's awful to do to her. And of course, she doesn't want to let Abby down, but. That's what I mean. It's like putting her in such a shit position. See, that's where Melissa should have stood up and said. Exactly. You know, exactly. Maddie, she's your friend. If Nia says she can't dance, then you go and work on it with Nia. But Nia is trying to do it. So why would you practice with her if Nia's going to like. And that's where I think our kids had an advantage over Maddie because they knew that we were going to stand up for them where Melissa didn't. Yeah. I don't know if that was an advantage all the time. Well, <laughs> I mean, I think somewhere psychologically that yeah. is, you know, I I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I always go back to the thing that somebody asked Paige, like, do you get upset when your mom fights with Abby for sticking up for you? And she's Paige's comment was, no, I don't understand why some of the other moms don't stand up for their kids. Mm hmm. So then where am I at? Oh, Jill goes out into the hallway. Can I talk to you out in the hallway, Abby? Oh, and I, I'm like groaning. And you're like, oh, what are we going to do with that woman? <laughs> and Holly says, Nia, when Jill comes back, she's going to try to do your hard hat. Oh, yeah. Like put it on. Hat in. Yeah. yeah. Holly, we always had to help Holly with her. I know. Holly's so cute Thanks. and like innocently <laughs> incompetent uh-huh. with costumes. <laughs> Uh-huh. And you're like, you're so mean. You're like, careful, there's no poison darts in it. Yeah, I'm mean. You said Abby could never get on top. But no, it's me that's mean about the poison darts. I know. But you and Nia look at each other and just laugh. And then in the hallway, we see Abby and Jill talking, talking about Nia being sick. Abby becomes a doctor and says yeah. that it's bronchitis. <laughs> she's and sure she's of it. sure of it. <laughs> and she tells Jill that Maddie knows the duet. And Jill, I give her credit. Yep. She says, I can't do that to Nia. I'd rather do it as a solo. I give her credit. Yes. And Abby is like, just letting you know. Just letting you know. You yeah, have a like, choice to bring in the ringer. Yeah. Jill, here's your carrot. Tempt, tempt, tempt. So Jill walks back in the dressing room and Maddie asks her what Abby said. And Jill says, nothing. Abby's worried about Nia's cough. And Melissa says, well, why didn't Abby talk to, to her about it? You know? Mm-hmm. And, and Abby's like, says, yeah, are you her pediatrician? And Holly's got some good ones here. Yeah. But, you know, she never mentioned pulling Nia from the group dance. No, she did not. Yeah. So she Nia was not good enough to dance in the duet, but she was good enough to dance in the group because that was her cold was never mentioned after the duet went on and we get ready for the group dance. Never okay. mentioned. So Jill says to Nia, listen, if you don't want to, you don't have to do the duet. We'll do it another time. And Nia's like, I'm doing it. 
Mm-hmm. Good for Nia. I hundred. There was no agree. beating around the bush. She's like, no, I'm doing it. So Jill says that you know Nia can tell Abby if she's not feeling good enough to dance, and they could just perform the duet at another time. But Nia insists that she's going to prove that. Oh, I just said that. Yeah, that's on there, that's on there twice. Yeah. Okay. Then Abby tells the girls it's time to head to the stage, and that Mackenzie will be doing her dance first. And Melissa looks at Mackenzie and says, "You'll always be cute." Because you're my baby. Mm-hmm. And Abby says to Mackenzie, dance wars. And Abby gives Mackenzie a high five. Uh-huh. What does dance wars mean? It's I, I think love is war is the name of her dance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So Mackenzie's doing a back handspring in the backstage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, she performs her solo. Did you like that solo? Yeah. I didn't think it was the right music. So I had a hard time with it. Do you think the music was wrong? Well, it was probably like they had to go over it. Yeah, but even the it could have very well been, but that music just didn't fit the choreography. Yeah. Because she was like mm-hmm. making cutesy faces and Mackenzie usually had cuter cutesy music dance, yeah. Yeah. than what this was. I like the dance. I did not think it matched the music and that's why I thought that it was different music. Yeah. So then we're in the dressing room and, you know, everybody's congratulating Mackenzie for doing a good job. Abby comes in, congratulates her, gives her a big hug. And Abby says, Mackenzie looked good on stage, but she doesn't use her face big enough. These kids in New Jersey perform. And Jill calls Kendall over and says, <laughs> what are you laughing at? Jill? Uh. I'm going to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> That's when Jill and Kendall are running the duet. And Mm -hmm. Gianna's helping her. Yeah, and it's so set up. This whole thing is so... You can tell when Holly and Jill are talking that this is so set up. Well, you can see too whenever Holly's like, I'm going to go get Nia. And she goes and like walks around the corner and Holly's like looking back. Mm -hmm. I I think she's like looking to see like, is there a camera following me Mm -hmm. to go get Nia? Mm -hmm. I caught that. I thought that was Mm -hmm. pretty funny. Then we're in the dressing room and Abby asks Holly to go look for Jill. (laughs) And he's like, oh, she's in the bathroom. I didn't know Abby told her to do that. I, I don't think that would be something that Abby would do. I'm, it's I'm, the, I'm pretty sure producers told Abby to I, tell I'm her assuming. That. So Gianna looks at Kendall and says, you know, is that hat going to stay on? And Jill's like, it's not going anywhere unless her hair falls out. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that always bothered me about Gianna. She always worried about we, and we say this all the time about like Maddie's makeup or her hairpiece or costume or whatever we always said it was because melissa like bought her gifts yeah yeah whatever well jill does that also and here she is like why didn't she check nia's hat and make sure it it was on there and and Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean she singled people singled people out a lot Mm -hmm. which bothered me i mean it's a duet right don't practice with one of the kids and make sure that their stuff's okay and not do it with the other right like fair treatment so Holly goes to get Nia and Holly says, you know, she's frustrated and angry and disappointed. She just talked to Jill that day before about having a private lessons, you know, with teachers. And she doesn't understand why Jill does this. Mm-hmm. And she says, Jill is a piece of work. But Holly tells Nia to put her shoes on and go outside and, you know, go over the dance with them. Holly lets, you know, that Gianna is working on it with Kendall. And Abby says that she's surprised. Mm-hmm which I think is ridiculous. Yeah. Holly's like, oh, Jill just grabbed Gianna and she just happened to be out in the hallway. Yeah. 
And I was like, you know what, Jill? That's not Gianna. That's Jill. Yeah. And Holly's like, that's Jill just being pushy and trying to get ahead, mm-hmm. which we were used to. But Holly leaves the dressing room and Nia and Holly go have Gianna help her and Kendall together. And Holly says she's upset with Gianna and that Holly understands that sometimes parents ask teachers for help, but she's more upset with Jill for getting Gianna in the middle of it. It was very inappropriate. So then out in the hallway, you know, Jill confronts Holly. No, Holly confronts Jill. Oh God, Holly confronts Jill and says, you know, you weren't supposed to have Gianna work with Kendall. It was like a little private. And Jill's like, I went to the bathroom. This was my favorite. Holly goes, Holly's like, where's the bathroom? Where's the bathroom? She's looking around. (laughs) Yeah. And Holly's, and Jill's like, it's just around the corner. You see like a big space. And then Kendall asked about running the routine. Holly points out that she could have included Nia, Mm -hmm. which we we said from the beginning. And Gianna says that she should be working with the girls. Mm. And Holly says, plural girls mm-hmm. and jill says it's not a private because i'm not paying for it i didn't schedule it it lasted three about three minutes long and this is a job of a dance instructor oh three minutes it's like the length of abby speed date jill but it's private attention yes it might not be a private lesson but it's private attention yeah well and we bitched about the same stuff with abby in the dressing room like correcting maddie solo and her makeup and her that's what costume. i said earlier yeah, yeah. They, they did it all the time, and they, but they only do it with certain ones. And I feel like if it's a duet, you should be doing it with both kids. It's a duet. It's not a solo. It's mm-hmm. a duet. Hey, sidebar. There's a really cute picture of us in these outfits. We took a cute picture this day. What outfit do I have on? I don't even know. You have like a black leather dress on. And I like it's. Oh, I, and I, I have that I purple dress. I'm kind of like kicking. It's cute. It's very cute. It's a little blurry, but it's a cute picture of us. I probably took. No, I guess I didn't take it. I I always I always have blurry pictures yeah we know so we just have Jill going back and forth with Abby you know Jill says I didn't realize it was considered a private but it upset Holly and I can't do it anymore and Jill's like or Abby's like why and Jill's like because I don't want everybody to be upset with me because I'm setting my child up to be as good as she can be and Abby's like oh so you're going to be like Melissa so you need to decide if you want to be one of those mothers that gets your kid to be better or doesn't have the other mothers being upset with you. Mm-hmm. And Jill's like, I can't have them being angry with me because we're a team. I throw up my hands and I'm like, I can't even listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just stupid. And Abby's like, why are all the other moms in the group more important than your own child? And Jill's like, they're not. Obviously they're not. And Abby's like, well, then you shouldn't give a damn what Holly thinks. Mm-hmm. And Abby checks on how Nia's feeling and you know tells her to yeah, take, take some deep, deep breaths. breaths. Nobody wants to dance with you. It's fine. Yeah. 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 Your mother doesn't love you and nobody wants it's to do a duet with you. Yeah. <laughs> right. Poor good Nia. times, Nia. Good times. So yeah. they go on and they do the dance, which I thought was the choreography terrible. was terrible. Yes. I'm, I'm not saying that their dancing was terrible. It was the choreography that they oh, were Oh, yeah, doing. of course. It's a terrible number. I can't. And this is yeah. the shit. It's like, I can't believe you're putting this shit on TV. And then they put them right after each other. Yeah. Like, so I told you I was talking to my friend and I'm like, okay, now watch this routine and then watch the next one and tell me what you think. Mm-hmm. And um, they're probably somebody who doesn't even know dance. Exactly. Exactly. 
So then Maddie does her solo and Abby says, I think Maddie looked great on stage. I think she has the whole thing sewn up. Melissa's crying. Maddie has very orange abs painted on, which I'm not blaming her. I'm blaming probably Abby did it. Yeah. You tell Jill that all of her extra help paid off and Jill agrees that the duet looked great. Why am I such a fucking pot stirrer? I don't know, but you're well, like, but you know what, Holly? I thought Nia was fabulous in the duet and you didn't even need to get all the extra help. And Jill says, Abby can't make up her mind to save her life. I don't know why I was talking about that. You know what I mean? It didn't seem to really make sense. It, it didn't, but I, I think what you said to Holly was great. I'm glad yeah. you said it because Nia did do just as good as Kendall and she didn't have the extra help. Right. Holly agrees with Jill, which I don't know what they're talking about, that Abby often says one thing and does something else. And you compare Abby changing her mind to Jill changing her mind about letting you ride in the limo and join the moms for the speed dating. Because, you know, she had to do what Abby wanted. And I said that was humiliating. Yeah, it was. It was humiliating. It was yeah, humiliating. Like you said, especially because it was on camera. Right. You know? And then she's like, there were four other people involved. Why am I the fall guy? Because you said, I'd rather have you, Abby, than Christy. It was on yeah, and I And I was there fighting to get you on. Yeah. And she's the one who threw me out. Yeah. So you called Jill out, you know, and we have all that fight. And then I say, we brought me back in. We did the standoff at the beginning of the year for the team. And I don't like doing this stuff behind each other's back. We're not acting like a team. I stand by that. And that's what I said about the duet. Why would you be proud? That's not being a team player doing things by yourself. And I also think it goes deeper than just like what people are seeing as a team. Cause it's going to come up when Melissa lets her kids go dance on Abby's ultimate and stuff. Yeah. It yeah. was very much, if we would have all stood together, the three of us, or sorry, the five of Four, us, Yeah. But it wasn't that way because there was always people willing to uh, to to go out and do what was good for them. But then Jill's like, I didn't do it behind your back. I did it right in front of you. And I did it to benefit my child. Well, I'm glad she admitted she did it to benefit yeah. her child, but she didn't do it right in front of her. If she did, she would have been having Gianna work on it in the dressing room with her instead of saying she was going to the bathroom right. and meeting her in the hallway. Right. And I think I do say in a moment, I'd rather have you be honest. Yeah, honestly. And, pretend, and don't pretend you're a team player if you're going to sneak around. Yeah, right. She, Jill just rolls her eyes at you. But even though it sounds really shitty, what I said, I, I did mean it in a nice way, kind of. Like, I yeah. would much rather have you do it than just pretend that you're a team yeah, player. Yeah, just be honest about it. Mm -hmm. Don't be sneaky. Yeah. I think Jill's more forthright with that than Melissa, for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Abby says, you know, they show us in the dressing room running the number with the girls and Nick. And they go to interview and say, Abby says, we need another week to work on this number. The knees, the feet, and the timing could be better. So here we are in New Jersey, once again, not putting our best foot forward. And Abby asks if everybody is ready and tells the girls to go out and do their thing. Do you remember what Abby said to Brooke in the dressing room? No. Brooke and Nick were rehearsing and Brooke was very uncomfortable when she had to flip upside down and spread her legs in Nick's face. In his face, yeah. Yes. Abby goes, is it the view from the bleachers or from the raptors that's making you uncomfortable, Brooke? <laughs> Who wouldn't be uncomfortable doing that? Especially like a 14, 15 year old. Like in a white dress. And I yes. 
do think, and I, I don't want to embarrass Brooke, but I think that she, you may have said that it may have been an uncomfortable time yeah. of the month for Brooke. Yeah. Well, like, but even if you weren't yes, at your but time of the month. Mean. Yeah. And like, you have your period and you have to flip upside down in a white dress. And spread your legs in somebody's face. And spread your legs in someone's face. Hi, I choose <laughs> door C and I'm 46. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Jesus God. Uh, oh, well. So they all leave the dressing room and start to go to the stage. And Paige in her interview says, she thinks this group number's going to do well because it's very clean. I really like <laughs> Paige's green glitter eyeliner. It, what? What's that? I know. <laughs> Some of those makeup artists should have been shot. They should not have been allowed. They were just like. And that was. Like, Paige did not do that herself because no. we don't own green glitter eyeliner. They were like, this is fun. for a reason. You know, you're on international television at this yes. point. Let's drop back. Let's well, Paige back probably thought it was cool at the time. Of course. Yeah. They go on and they do their dance. Abby says, so many people came up to me and told me they loved the number and that the kids were so pretty. And the crowd seems to be with them, but I have a different opinion. It's shocking. So then we go to awards. Mackenzie places second in the mini division. And Maddie places second in the junior division. And Abby is appalled. Yes. She says, it's like somebody popped my balloon. Maddie is the one kid I can count on winning. That just goes to prove that you don't put all your eggs in one basket. I'm pretty sure you put those Uh, eggs in a basket. Maybe you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. Maybe you should have had somebody else do something too. Uh-huh. And maybe worked on it with them as long. Yep. Saying. Mm. And so then Kendall and Nia Suet got fifth. So maybe if you worked on that a little more, they would have got second or third. But mm. Jill says the duet wasn't really choreographed to be a winning number, which no. we discussed earlier. It definitely was not. Um, and then the group routine placed second in the junior small group which if we won by seven points last week and this week we got second can you imagine the wrath that is going to appear in pyramid yes abby said she loved the number and the dance competition but she didn't love the fact that they were second Um, i'm shocked to hear this loser on stage blah 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 so we go to the dressing room and melissa says she feels bad that the group plays second now, do you think she felt bad that the group placed second or that Maddie placed second? Because she was very weird. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it was very unusual that like we would announce we felt weird that it, we got second. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. she. I think that that was probably, she was displacing her emotions on the yeah. group. Yeah. So Holly says, I think the love fest is ending. It was quite a lovey-dovey week. And Jill's like, the love fest is over. Mm. So then the girls come in and, you know, we all congratulate them on getting second. And we're like, not bad for second. Yeah. Abby comes in all disappointed. And Abby's wearing fur. Oh, I'm out of drinks. Mm. Abby comes in and she's like, well, well, well. And I'm like, they were beautiful. I love that you said that. I know because they were. They were. Yeah. So then Abby says to the girls, ladies, I think some of you need a break. Kendall, did your private with Gianna help in your duet? I think you two have a big hole to dig yourselves out of. 
And then she says, Maddie, what happened? You were at the top of the pyramid. I threw you a lifeline and you let it slip right through your hands. You were that close. And Mackenzie, I believe, I firmly believe like Maddie, you need to get knocked down a peg because that's what's going to make you work harder. Okay. I love, first of all, the puns. Second Mm -hmm. of all, mm, she doesn't really believe anybody needs to be knocked down. I mean, us, yes. The rest of them, no. Mm -hmm. Well, I shouldn't say that. The Ziggler's no. So then she says to all of the girls, this was a love story. And the one lesson I thought all of you would take home was that you love to dance. You're Jan. Yep. So in an interview, Abby says, um, the girls need to figure out if they love to dance, compete and win. Do they want this as a career? If they don't, they need to move aside. Mm-hmm. And then Abby you know, finishes with saying, you know what, ladies? I don't want to be nasty, but it's <laughs> tough love sometimes. I love you kids. I do. I love all of my students, but I don't love what happened out there today. Mm-hmm. And she leaves the dressing room. She left us on such a nice note. Yeah. Well, next week, I'm just going to say this episode is super long. We might have to do it in two parts because it's an hour and a half special. And it's the uh, camouflage episode where you get to this talk was about- long. This was, but you get to talk about gay next week. <laughs> That's where you give your illustrious gay talk. Oh, for God's sakes. I hated that. Abby goes on a date with a mysterious man, all of the things. But anyway, for this episode, how many drinks did you need to get through it? I don't think I needed any. I just needed two to get through the lies of the uh, the being late. Oh, yeah. What was the worst outfit? I kind of had a tie. Okay. Was that I, shit that I wore? No. Oh, no. Okay. It was um, upstairs in the mezzanine. Jill had on some kind of like sweater shawl that had fur on it. And Melissa had on like a sequins kind of cardigan kind of thing. Bomber, they, but it was cropped. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that I was their fancy tied. day clothes. <laughs> yeah. They, they tied for. Well, for I also that. think I Abby's eighties windbreaker was pretty bad, even though we don't usually include her. Like you're going on a date. Let's not wear the Richard Simmons like, yeah. windbreaker. Yeah. All right. Did you have any felonies or misdemeanors? Uh, I thought I was pretty good. I think my only felony and it wasn't even mine is that I didn't get to go on the, uh, the date. What was your favorite quote from the episode? I had a bunch. I had when Abby said she's not paying. Because <laughs> it did not surprise me at all. I had when Jill said, I'd rather have you than Christy. Yeah, whatever. Shut up. I can't believe she said that. Jill, you're on a TV show. Christy's going to see this in about six weeks. Um, What else? Oh, I liked when I said, Abby, watch and see if Carl is pigeon-toed when he gets Yeah, that was away. funny. I liked when Jill went, uh, uh, uh. And I liked when I put when Abby said, no, I just mean I did it on the 50 yard line. Oh, I I can't believe she said that. Yeah, I can. All right. We're going to head over to the after party. We'll see you guys over there. And if you're not a Patreon subscriber, we will see you back here next week. We're watching camouflage maneuvers. We love all of you guys. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. XOXO Gossip Girl. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Back to the Bar. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you love to listen to your podcasts. And check out our YouTube channel, Back to the Bar, if you want to watch the episodes. The channel is linked in our show notes. 
And if you want to join our weekly after party, where we dish even more dirt, like naked pizza, hell, (laughs) (laughs) subscribe to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash back to the bar. See you next time. See you next time. Baby, I just want to dance. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach, like 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for 50 bucks, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk tops, and timeless 14 karat gold jewelry. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premier fabrics and finishes, which I absolutely love. So I travel a lot. I'm always on a plane. So a cuddly sweater is essential for me. And I just got the most gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous, perfect for spring, shell pink, cashmere crew neck sweater, and it was literally $50, $50 for actual cashmere. Plus I have my eye on this really cute, 100% cotton organic fisherman crew sweater. Uh, I think I need to add that to my shopping list because I know that Quince has unbeatably beautiful clothing and the prices just can't be beat. So indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash bar for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash bar to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash bar. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.